in a podcast. Two comedians face their toughest challenge yet. To create the superhero they would want to be. With thousands of superheroes to choose from. Only one thing stands in their way. A host that is as arbitrary as he is disabled. So I suppose, he sits in their way. Is that okay? Can I say that? Anyway, this is the silliest, superest, heroist podcast. Hello and welcome to the Silliest, Superest, Heroist podcast, the show where we get two different comedians to talk about different parts of different superheroes in order to come up with something different, a new superhero, but the ultimate superhero that they can think of. Uh, today, as ever, I've got two fantastic guests and I am so excited to bring them on. I'm not even going to bother with a proper introduction. Uh, my first guest is Janine Haruni and I'm super excited. So hello, Janine. Hello. How are you doing? I'm good. I feel like I am out of my depth with the superhero stuff, but I'm okay. going to attempt to uh, hold my own. Okay. That's that's fine. Like we are, a, we're an we're an all ability level podcast here. Uh, I've had people who have only watched one superhero movie and then not picked any superheroes from that movie, so really struggled. Um, <laughs> so, have you at least got like a, 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 a base level of knowledge, or are you going in? Completely oh yeah, blind? no. I've I've seen all I've seen all the movies. Mm-hmm. I've got Disney Plus. We went through right. every movie. Uh, in lockdown, so mm-hmm. I've seen them all. Some of them more than one time. Great, uh, you seem very enthusiastic about that. The Captain America. Some of them are very boring. I mean, Th- those were hard to get through. Controversial, but I oh, love Captain sorry. America. But I do yeah, agree with you about too. the first Avenger. Oof. It's a slog. Yeah, maybe it's that one. It's just very long. Mm. Yeah. Anyway, okay. My second guest, Ian Smith. How you doing, Ian? Uh, yeah, not too bad. Um, I'm on a swivel chair, uh-huh. and I'm struggling to get comfortable. Okay. And if I cross my legs, it keeps drifting to like one side, and then I have to. Um, but you know, it's it's nothing. To, it's nothing to worry about. Sure. That's, what's, mean, that's what's going on. I mean, I w- I would like to give you some sort of uh, coaching or advice as someone who is very adept adept at being in a chair that has wheels, um, and. Bonus point, this is the quickest I've ever mentioned being in a wheelchair on this podcast. I mention it every week, but this is right off the bat. Well done, Ian, for mentioning chairs that have wheels. Gets straight into the disability chat straight away. Um, But you're doing it out of a sense, I mean, I'm guessing it's the closest chair to your computer rather than it's the only way you can move. Yeah, I've set up an office, Mm -hmm. but by that I just mean I've got a desk and a whiteboard. Sure. Okay. What is on your whiteboard right now? Unless it's your guesses for the superheroes, then I would like them to be answered in the correct format of this podcast. No, I'm trying to plot out a feature film that I'm writing. Okay. And struggling with. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I'm trying to do that. Is the feature film about superheroes? Okay. Well, yeah, it isn't. Well, then I don't want to hear about it. Let's go into the rounds. Uh, you guys have selected your your favourite head, upper body, lower body, weapon and power. Explain your choice. I'm going to pick which one, and then the winner gets a prize at the end. Are we excited? I'm just full of beans. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the kind of attitude I want as we go in to round one, the head. Round one, the head. 
so here we go. We're going to pick our favorite heads of any superhero that you can think of. Um, so any head you want. Janine, which head would you choose? Well, Aaron, I would choose, uh, I'm going to go with Jean Grey. Okay. Number one, she's hot. She's a good looking lady. It's a good head to have on your shoulders. Sure. That is important for uh, getting stuff in regular life. I think yeah. good looking people get a lot of, get a lot of free stuff. Mm -hmm. That's what I found. <laughs> Um, okay, cool. Good looking. Beneficial uh, in real life. Yes. Tick. Mm. Any other reasons? Secondly, telekinetic power. Of course. Essential. Essential for a head, uh, a strong head. Mm. Uh, uh, from what I remember, she mm -hmm. can move stuff with her brain. Yep. She can r read people's minds. Mm -hmm. I, That's cool. I dare you to find a better head, Ian. Oh, that is fighting talk. Um, yeah, I mean, those are some great reasons. I mean, yeah, the challenge has been set. I'm not going to even question it anymore. Ian, what's your head? Right. Well, I, I think that immediately people are not going to be happy with this choice and that it will seem <laughs> um, sort of quite small. Sure. But I think when when we go into it more, you'll, you'll see what I mean. So there's a character in um, like a small character in the X-Men called Cypher, who knows every single language. Okay. And I just think, I'm thinking on the grander scope of this superhero is that where can Jean Grey fight crime? America, Australia, you know, English speaking countries, <laughs> but this person can turn up wherever because if Jean Grey goes to France and they're sort of like, um, you know, Jimmer, Jimmer, what are you on about? And it's just getting angry and they never find where the crime is. So Yeah, I mean she can hear their thoughts, but their thoughts are gonna be in French. Yeah, exactly. She's she'll be doing all that and then um they're saying stuff like um uh Kavindern Spiezer Ica Kartofflen and she's like, What are you on about? <laughs> Cypher's like we're in Denmark, and that man is saying women do not eat potatoes. <laughs> okay, a couple of things. Uh, there was a point where you pointed to your head, and, she, and when they just do that. Remember, this is an audio medium. Me and Janine can see oh, you're yeah, doing yeah. the the Jean Grey thinking. The listeners can't. Um, oh, fair, fair enough. But yeah, no, I I like how you've just sort of very quickly painted Jean Grey as xenophobic, just because she doesn't necessarily speak French. And she doesn't mean that she detests all French people. But, you know, I think it's an interesting... It's an I've got to challenge it. Yeah, I've yeah, got to challenge it here. Uh, so many things. I feel like, Ian, you're trying to be sneaky here. This would be a good skill to have if we didn't have Google Translate readily available. Excellent. Uh, you've got that one where you could just talk into it and it translates it in real time. Well, there's an emergency, though. And this person's also, going like, oh, 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 this is happening. And then Jean Grey's like, I'm saying, let me get my phone out and let me go on to Google Translate. Can you just? I, you just I have a again? feeling the local the local authorities would be able to hook her up with a translator. If they were like, oh, do we want to waste a translator on this woman? She can move stuff with her mind. Yeah, let's send over Karen. She'll help her out. Um, okay, interesting. But can I also add? Yeah. If, Whatever translation device you're using, whether it is 
a qualified translator. <laughs> You've got to make this person go over their trauma again to then have someone. So this person's like for the second time, and then he's going ah, and then the translator's going oh, so she says her her kids are in a fire, and she's had to go over it three times now because no one can speak her language, so she's mentally scarred. Interesting. Okay. What what would what would the uh, what was the name of your superhero? Cipher. Cipher. Cy- but what what would a lot of people speak a lot of languages, Ian? <laughs> but this is all languages. This is the thing. This is all, even ones that um, you know aren't used a lot, like <laughs> Faroese, so she could go to the Faroe Islands. <laughs> that would be nice. Just a little a holiday. Mm. Um, okay, interesting. See, the thing is, I think you're right in a lot of ways, Ian, in the fact that the the understanding all languages is advantageous to being able to hear the thoughts of people in one language. But what I would say is that the communica- in most superhero movies, the communication is not the issue. Your your I example. I think if you were if you were creating a super lawyer, I think that would be yeah. really important. But I yeah. feel like most crimes aren't verbal. But I would say if you're gonna be a lawyer, it's better to hear someone's thoughts than be able to speak any language. Because if you're in a court of law and you're with someone who only speaks Spanish, they're gonna provide the translator for you. It's a good point. I think it's it's an unanswerable Give it to point. Ian. I feel so bad for you. <laughs> that is not the point of this game, Janine. I am going with mind-reading abilities of Jean Grey. It's 1-0 to Janine. Great. We move on to round two. The upper body. Round two. Upper body. You can have any upper body you want from any superhero. Ian, what upper body are you choosing? <laughs> I, don't, I don't feel like... Um... <laughs> This of mine's going to sort of really fly after the first round. So sure. I found it as someone else who's a bit obscure. And also... We're here the, for the obscure. So there's an X-Force character called Shatterstar. And what they can do is they can move their organs around. So, for example, and we were going back to the head for a second. If someone had a gun to their head, they would shift their brain into like their leg. So, so they would just get shot and no one would it wouldn't do anything sure. so my thinking is they could move all their organs into their upper into the upper body bit to be fair there isn't a lot of other organs outside of your torso anyway <laughs> i criticize myself here i think what i forgot was that yeah there aren't more organs outside of the upper body mm. but um but i imagine if, if they have the power to move their organs they can still shove them about all over the place. So if you want them in your legs, yeah. Can do. I mean, it's an interesting thought to have a gallbladder in your foot, but you know, it's not what I'm against. Um, It'd be fun, wouldn't it? Imagine that the doctors are trying to like do a scan on your gallbladder, and like you don't have one, and then you say, "Have a have a go on my foot with that <laughs> scanner, will you?" And then they see a gallbladder, and you're like, you "Didn't expect that, did you?" And then they'd say, "Why, Mary?" It's a very specific, mild prank, which I really do appreciate because 
you know, if I was a superhero, I would be pranking people, but I don't want to hurt anybody. And actually, that's a bit more convenient because if you've got to get into a whole big, like, I don't, it's not like a necessarily you need an MRI to look at your gallbladder, but, you know, surely it's easier just to stick your foot up on, I mean, you could even be in, in stirrups to make it even easier um, if they want to have a look at your gallbladder. Um, Imagine, though, you're having an MRI, they're like looking at your, your brain. Mm. And there's a couple of lungs in your head as well. <laughs> and they're just like, what is going on with this person? No wonder they're getting headaches. Um, I have an important question. Yep. Um, they can move all their internal organs. I, I'm yes. on board with that. I know that's the power. Can they also move their external organs? So they have two arms on the one side of their body. No, I don't think okay. they can. I don't know if Shame. an arm's classed. I think your own, your only external organs would they count your eyes, eyes, ears, nose? Or are they? Are they I organs? mean, look, is I the think skin it's an organ. The it skin is technically an organ, um, but the thing we're all thinking about. I mean, I, I'm not going to speak for everyone. The thing I'm thinking about is cock. Can they put the cock on their forehead and be like, hey, I'm a dickhead? Because that is someone that I want to hang out with at a party. It's another bit of fun, isn't it? Um, and also, <laughs> it's, an, it's a good way to sort of, it means that I could sort of get my own back on missing out at the head. Because then everyone would be like, who, who chose the head? Like, oh, that, that was Janine's idea. What, what, Janine chose Jean Grey with a dick on her head. <laughs> She's lost. She's absolutely lost her mind. Um, but I think it's just good fun. <laughs> yeah. But with the added element that if someone shoots you, sure it will do damage, mm. but it won't hit any organs. And from watching sort of cop shows, mm. I know that if it doesn't hit an organ, they're all right. <laughs> yes, yeah, just a flesh wound. Okay, great. Um, cool. Well, what a good choice. That is. Um, I like what, that choice. What was the name of the... Shatterstar. Shatterstar. I mean, what a great name as well. Mm. Okay, so uh, option A is Shatterstar. Option B is going to be provided by Janine Haruni. Janine, what's your upper body? I went I went very classic on this one. Mm -hmm. I went for uh, Superman upper body. Cool. Let me tell you why. We got super strength. Mm -hmm. We've got flight, which I thought about it for a while. Is flight something that comes in your upper body or is it your lower body? I think it's your upper body. Does that I mean, mean talked about? You look like you've talked to because that's what you do. You do yeah, that. You I mean, lift your arms above your head. See, this is the thing. I would say with most heroes, I I would be sort of tempted to say most of the the flight comes from the lower body. But I do agree with you in terms of Superman. When he puts his arms out, that's when he flies. I'm giving you flight for Superman. Uh, because I'm a it. very generous guy. Um, Ian looks very, very upset about that. That, that concerns me because <laughs> flight, super strength, and kind of, you know, bulletproof skin sort of takes away. Yeah, it is, it is slightly better <laughs> than a bit of fun. Um, yeah, that is true. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think of a way that I can give you this point, Ian. I'm going to be honest. Like, I do like the originality of Shatterstar. Um, I mean, let, let, the real me... problem that I have, Ian, and mm. and this is the definitive reason why I am going to go with Superman for this uh, round, is 
even if they are able to move their external organs as well as their internal organs, as we know, the penis is on the lower body and therefore would, they wouldn't be able to move that part of their body. So the hilarious fun that you can have is limited to putting a gallbladder in a foot, which now, is no one... Can I make a counter-argument there? Go for you, it. You say that it's usually on the lower body, but what if when we go to select the upper body, he's already, he's already moved it? <laughs> he's he moved it up onto his chest. Okay. It's already So he's already done all that. The brain's already in there. It's, that's already... That's done. Okay. And, and the one last thing I'm, I'm going to say is, thanks a lot, Janine. Now, if anyone's got kryptonite, we're screwed. <laughs> You're right. If anyone's mm. got kryptonite with my torso, I just, I just move my lungs into my legs. And <laughs> it doesn't matter. The counter I would say to your counter argument, Ian, is that if you've got Jean Grey's ability to hear people's thoughts you're most likely they're going to be thinking Haha, he doesn't know that i've got uh kryptonite but but we do because we can think the only way that that's a problem is if they think that in spanish um and that but, is would, a... but would the weakness of kryptonite only affect the upper body so the head wouldn't have the same weakness as well, the torso true. would, so that so you could be your yeah you'd be in pain and your stomach would be degrading or, but you would be kicking ass, moving things around and slapping them in the face with your mind. I'm willing to risk that the person who has the kryptonite isn't speaking Spanish or German or Japanese. I'm willing to take that risk. I'm going super bad. It's two 0 to Janine. Let's move into round three. The lower body. Round three. Lower body. Uh, all lower bodies is you could pick any that you like. Janine, what you having? Well, I picked Catwoman, and I'll tell you okay. why. Good butt. She's got a great butt. She's always wearing yep. those leather pants, looking good. Mm -hmm. Can use it to startle and distract mm -hmm. or to attract someone towards you. Yep. Um, uh, also... She's got all that gymnastics stuff, doesn't mm -hmm. she? Yeah. Agility. She's always sneaking around. You can't hear her coming. Mm. I think the problem with a lot of superheroes is someone like the Hulk, for instance. He's got a lot of mass. He's not sneaking mm. up on anybody. But if you had a big torso and tiny little Catwoman legs, uh, <laughs> I think you're going to add the ability to sneak, which is uh, invaluable yeah. in a combat yeah. situation. Catwoman's butt is your choice. Um, yeah, unless Ian can come up with a better butt than Catwoman. That is a good well, point. Ian, can you come up with a better butt than Catwoman? Well, look, I had I had two two things in my head, but I've, I've sort of, as the podcast has gone on, have learned that. So that now our superhero can fly regardless because Superman has the power to fly. Sure. But I thought that powers would be specific to certain areas. Yeah. And again, was thinking about um, Nightcrawler who can sort of zap himself into different locations mm -hmm. just because I thought it would be, it'd be funny to just zap your legs to a different <laughs> location. 
Um, and again, I think I was thinking of like this superhero that's really fun to be around, really charismatic, knows lots of different languages and um, can sort of see danger coming. I've sort of forgotten that there's things like lasers. And I thought <laughs> if there's some people coming in the distance and you can zap your legs off, legs are just sort of kicking them in the balls and then you zap your legs back to your body. So I was sort of thinking about it in that sort of sense. I don't want to zap the whole body. I just want to zap the legs, let them go off on an errand, and you're still doing your own thing. Ian, can I ask you one one important question? When <laughs> when picking this superhero, were you just wondering whether or not you had a party trick and you wanted to develop other party tricks? Well, I so my thoughts were that if all of the things that I picked come together, I'd sort of like, um, they all complemented each other. But as soon as you take one of them away, they all sound insane individually. Um, <laughs> and really difficult to sort of argue for. But oh. because I thought they, um, you know, they speak all these languages. Where's their organ? You don't know. Their legs have gone <laughs> off and done something. How, how are their legs doing? Um, and you can put their legs... You can put a brain in the legs so the legs that exactly yeah okay the legs know what's going on but then the to be fair the oh but the body is fine because the head's got its own brain and it knows yeah. lots of languages très bien <laughs> so, um, <laughs> yeah basically what i've gone for those is dis disappearing legs interesting that, um, okay that go off and just get the get stuff started early doors <laughs> and kick a few people okay okay so here's here's the thing do i want some stealthy lithe legs that would help me sneak up on bad guys i can be doubly sneaky because i can already hear their thoughts you're right if you're if you're hearing their thoughts and then you're lumbering up to them and uh because you know, you got the Hulk legs, or like you're having to drag your upper body closer to them because your legs are now all down Sainsbury's getting in, you know, a pint of milk. Because, you know, why wouldn't you get your legs to do that if you could zap mm. your legs anywhere? How are they going to carry the bags? <laughs> with the toes. You don't need, they don't need to yeah. carry it for very long. You know, when you can hold a football in between your legs, it's, yep. they could do that and then just slap back. I, all right. I got it. There's a red flag here. Okay. When you when you zap your legs, yeah, are you in that you have you have no regeneration, so are you you die instantly? You would bleed out. There's no way you could just zap your legs because you none Superman's of the powers upper body. that you have. You got yeah, but Superman's, Superman's upper body. body. What happens if you cut Superman's arm off? I mean, you can't. Uh, you can't. You wouldn't be able to zap your legs. Superman's upper body wouldn't allow it to detach from the legs, I would say. Oh, yeah, that's a very, mm, it's a very logical point. Um, Jesus <laughs> <laughs> um, and I really did want to give you the, the lower body as well. Um, but why, why, why would it just be the legs? Couldn't, couldn't you argue that? I mean, he's called Nightcrawler. Yeah. Crawl makes me think legs. Yeah. So why wouldn't the power be the whole body could be? No, I mean, the power could be the whole body, but I think that's not that. what Ian wants from the power. It's not what I wanted, <laughs> but it might have to be. It's what you need. It's what you need, Superman Ian. 
Because to be fair, even if Superman's just his torso can fly, yeah, like it's going to bring the legs along with it, I suppose. Exactly. I, yeah, I think that's. But exactly the thing right. about having Superman's torso that's able to fly is it means that if the legs do go flying off and go down Sainsbury's or or, or have a little game of five aside, they'd love that. Uh, he'd still be able to float where his legs would be. Whereas if you had another upper body, they would just crumble onto the floor. So I think it's actually quite a good it combination. Can fly. So the legs, the legs go off. Yeah. He offers his torso. Exactly. Like, That's my point. Like that. No problem. That's it. I'm going with Nightcrawler's legs for no reason, apart from the fact that I feel sorry for Ian for not getting a point yet. It's 2-1. As you go to round four, the weapon. Round four, weapon. Uh, so we have got Jean Grey, Superman, and Nightcrawler so far, but we've got to give them a weapon. Ian, you got any weapon you want? What are you choosing? Knuckle dusters, just because they're cool. <laughs> knuckle dusters. Imagine because <laughs> what are what are knuckle dusters? The, knuckle dusters you, are like you put like like metal uh, rings on your brass knuckles. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I just think. You know, we've got um, he's got superhero strength. He, sure. You know, he's got Superman strength. He doesn't need guns or anything like that. Yeah, there's things like Fars Hammer and all that kind of stuff. But how much more intimidated would you be by someone who's just like, I only need a couple of dusters? Um, <laughs> and he could even have a fun catchphrase like, um, I brought my dusters and all the bad guys would be like, oh, what are you going to do? Some cleaning and all that kind of stuff. He's like, yeah, cleaning up the trash. And then just punches them in the head or something. So, okay. I mean, I would argue that your point of him being as strong as Superman, he doesn't need a gun. I would suggest that a knuckle duster is less strong than his actual fist. But I think it makes him more scary. (laughs) <laughs> because imagine if he, he punches someone and he smashes his own knuckle dusters and everyone's like... <laughs> wow, he's harder um, than knuckle dusters. Yeah, yeah that's a good yeah. point. And no one that is not scary has ever owned knuckle dusters, ever. Like, exactly. they're only a scary person's weapon. Yeah. Okay, I will give you that. I'm, I'll be honest... Janine's going to have to fumble the ball pretty heavily for you to get this point, but let's see if she's capable of doing it. Janine, what is your weapon of choice? I picked something uh, equal in strength to uh, brass knuckles. I went with uh, War Machine's outfit. Wow. His suit. Yeah. Outfit. (laughs) I'm keeping it jazzy. Okay. Uh, any particular reason why you've chosen War Machine over Iron Man? Well, because Iron Man's got that stone that, you know, I don't know all the words, but he's got that thing yep. in his chest. Yep. And that's what powers the machine, isn't it? Yeah. But then he made it as a weapon and yeah. he gave it to, to War Machine. the dude. Yeah. Yeah. That and, uh, is the correct answer. Well done. It is, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't sleep through all of them. <laughs> I really enjoy them, actually. Good. They've gotten me through lockdown. Okay. War Machine's suit compared to... Outfit. The whole outfit. The whole com- outfit. Compared to <laughs> Knuckle Dusters. Interesting. 
So do you think it? Do you think it's as comfy as, as a onesie on the inside? Is that how you're picturing it? I feel like if if we've got uh, Tony Stark designing it, I'd say he's going to add a bit of comfort in there. The man mm. knows how to live. He is a, he is a fan of a silk robe, I imagine. So I I imagine that he would. I, yeah, no, that's how I imagine it. I imagine the inside is like a silk robe. You wouldn't want to be too comfy. I think you might fall asleep. You wouldn't be. You wouldn't be ready for uh, action. But I, but I wouldn't want a, a, a onesie because I think I'd get too hot whilst fighting crime. But a silk robe, I think, is the right amount of comfort, I think. Because mm. it could be quite warm. It sounds like this suit's a lot of hassle, if I'm honest. Um, <laughs> when you're worrying about the temperature and all that kind of stuff. No one's worried about if you're going to feel too hot wearing a pair of knuckle dusters. And I don't like to use the, the phrase banging on about. But Janine's been banging on about aesthetics quite a lot. <laughs> and isn't this suit just going to cover up Superman's body and Jean Grey's head? So you're not yeah. going to be like, oh, look at them. You're just going to think, oh, look, there's War Machine. You're right. You're right. The You wouldn't want... If you're just wearing the suit, that's it, taking away from the whole point of the podcast. I understand mm. that, but doesn't say it's a weapon that the superhero uses you could get one of your friends who has no superpower at all stick them in war machine do a bit of training now there's two of you fighting crime and that's funny as well because if they don't know how to use it that's quite funny just to see someone randomly walking in the background going like ah. i mean like you speaking as a wheelchair user that has got plenty of able-bodied people to sit in my wheelchair just so they fall out of the back of it Yes, it is 100% a funny thing to do. It is something that I would do if I had War Machine's outfit. That is the weapon I'm choosing, and I'm hoping that they're going to fall over a lot. It's 3-1 to Janine. Uh, we are going to move on to round five, the power. Round five, power. Uh, so this is a bonus power. It doesn't have to be linked to any superhero necessarily, just any superpower that you think of that you'd want to add to this superhero. Janine, what are you picking as your bonus power? So I was thinking, uh, love a bit of regeneration, love Wolverine. Mm -hmm. Anytime mm -hmm. I have a scab that, anytime I have a cut that turns into a scab that heals, I feel a little bit uh, Wolverine-y in my own life. Um, <laughs> but then I was doing a little research and Deadpool has regeneration. Yes. But he can also regrow limbs correct and organs correct and is immortal yeah so i would pick that as a bonus power. can that be one power but he, yeah. i think it's all his regeneration yeah is under all yeah. those things are under the umbrella of regeneration yeah i agree with you on that i think and the only thing that i think is tricky about that is that uh deadpool regrows so in Deadpool 2, uh, he cuts off his legs, uh, or he actually gets ripped in half, spoiler, uh, and his legs grow back. If we've got legs that zap somewhere and then we want to zap them back, we're going to have little legs growing whilst... I don't see this as a problem. I mean... You see it as a bonus. You, yeah, you sell those legs to hospitals, black market. You're giving people who've lost their legs, legs. Or even just a little, 
a little um an extra army because if every time your legs zap <laughs> away you grow new ones and you yeah. keep doing it and now all of a sudden you've got some like random kid in the war machine outfit you've got about 26 26 pairs of legs just sort of running around kicking people this is like baby's legs arm. as well yeah I, so when they I, grow back they grow back as uh, as baby legs well they they grow back but they they grow quickly so they grow as baby legs and then they turn into adult legs um ian what is your superpower of choice this is probably my most boring answer okay just to have time travel because then mm-hmm. it's just like um mul- multiple tries basically that if you come across a bad guy it's really difficult just before he kills you or she um <laughs> then you can um you can zap yourself back 10 minutes have another go and you can learn from your mistakes so you could you could do things like go back an hour and go why why have i got knuckle dusters i don't need these and then go back even further and get your war machine outfit and and then you could think um what i could do with some more friends you could just call your mates and you could you could do anything with time travel i did you're right time travel is uh, like an infinite possibility of what you can do but in a world where i can either time travel be a millionaire or have my own army of friends i think this says a lot about me i'm gonna choose having an army of friends i think they would really complain a lot the legs Really? I think they would be, yeah, it would be like, what am I? Why did you make me? They would be... They wouldn't be able to speak, so they'd have to do that in, like, Morse by tap dancing. Or through body language, and we don't have Cyber's ability to to recognise body language. Oh, that's such a shame. Mm. All right, fuck it. You've convinced your way out of a a win there, Janine. I'm going with time travel. It is 3-2, though, Janine. You win overall, which means that you get the special bonus prize of being able to pick an aesthetic-based attribute to add to our superhero. Huge boobs! I'm out! (laughs) (laughs) Okay, done. Sorted. Uh, So... That is our superhero. So to wrap up, we have Jean Grey's head. We have Superman's upper body with a giant uh, set of boobs. Nightcrawler's zapping legs all over the shop. We've got um, in War Machine's outfit, and we have the ability of time travel. Um, That is our superhero. We have one final thing that we need to do. We need to name this superhero. What are your ideas for that? Super boobs. Super boobs. Super boobs. Yeah, no, we're out. We're out. That's (laughs) it. That is our superhero. We have been creating super boobs, and my co-creators of such a hero (laughs) are Ian Smith and Janine Haruni. Thank you very much. You have been listening to the Silliest Superest Heroist Podcast with me, Aaron Simmons. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to the Silliest Superest Heroist Podcast, created by Aaron Simmons and produced by Gag Reflex. If you want to get in touch with the show about any inaccuracies in this episode, don't. I I hate to break it to you, Ian. I don't think the Gossip Girl chat is going to make it in. Um, But... I'm just going to bring it up in every other part. (laughs) (laughs) It's like we're always saying about Gossip Girl. Uh, Yeah, if you make a callback to something, it's staying in the podcast. No. (laughs) Bonus power.
Bonus power, Blair Waldorf's fashion sense. <laughs> <laughs> 